broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. The Sauce Report is sponsored by Public Investments. Public Investment is a marketing firm out of New York City. It is a firm that I use in order to trade uh, stocks, also trade cryptocurrency, and now they have introduced NTFs. They're a great organization and they're a great company in order to start trading. And even if you're experienced or non-experienced, they can teach you along the way. I use Public Investments as a stepping stone to save for my future. After all, I want to have family of my own. And I'm sure I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck even after I retire. That's why I started early by investing and saving my money through public investing. You are more than welcome to check out public investments at publicinvestings.com to find more information. And if you're interested in uh, investing go with them, click on the link below on my link and then you will, they will help you get set up. And now that, but you get a share as a startup. How exciting is that? Once again, this episode is brought to you by Public Investments. Well, hello and welcome to the Sauce Report. Well, I hope you guys are having an awesome day because I know I am because doesn't it feel good when you get homework done or accomplished if you're in college? I know it, I, to me it feels great getting things accomplished and and it just feels great. So today we had the GOP debate, the second Republican primary debate. Now, I don't know about you, but is it me or we have too long of a, a list of Republican candidates running for the, the debate, actually in the Republican primary? And so this episode is going to be talking about my thoughts and going to be talking about the overview of the Republican debate. Now, of course, Let's not adjust. Let's adjust the elephant in the room. You're probably going to think, great, what is going to be the issue? Well, I have to give kudos to President Trump where credit is due. Now, if I were the president or if I was running for president and I was looking at my numbers and I was just wondering what I'm leading by, okay, well, somebody help me understand why I should like waste my time being on stage when I'm looking at a number of a, almost a huge lead by um, by double digits. So I have the polls as of today. Okay, we have Trump leading fifty four percent. DeSantis at 13.8%. Nikki Haley and uh, Ramsey um, are tied at 6.3%. With Pence putting in at four, almost creeping up on 5%. Uh, I call him uh, Pig Christie at, uh, or Donut Christie at 3%. And Tim Scott at 2.7%. Now, it's interesting because, oh yeah, and then you also have... Um, the governor of North Dakota just barely creeping up, I think at 2% or something like that. But it was interesting because there's seven people on 
the presidential debate stage. And of course, you're looking at uh, major, major differences. And in order to uh, qualify for a, a speech, you have to exceed more than 1%. So now, according to another poll I'm looking at, okay, you're also looking at another President Trump, of course, leading in all the GOP primary polls, actually. Some polls have him leading at double jet. Some, it's interesting how some people have him leading at, um, like multiple polls, and and now that by well, I'm getting this up actually, you oh yeah. So the current poll, according to New York Times, Trump at fifty four percent, DeSantis at seventeen percent, and from Pence, Tim Scott, and Nikki Haley, all tied at three percent. Ramsey at 2% and Pig Christie at 1 or at 2%. I don't know why Chris Christie is even running. Number 1. Somebody help me understand that. Is he running because he's low on food and he's looking to like attack um President Trump? I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, it seems like he's going after people all the time. He's not going after any, he's not making any valid points. He's not making any validity. He's not making any sense. You know, it was interesting. He came up with a quote today and it was during his primary or actually not during his primary, but he started off with saying this, no one, no, no one's going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. How in the world does that make sense? No one's going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Uh, okay. I don't know what that means, but he's not going to answer. And I think I think Chris Christie is just out to lunch. He has no idea what half of the he has no idea what's going on actually. Um, and I find it very, very disturbing how he's just very, he's, he's unhinged. Uh, let's, let's say that at the best. So in the, in the real clear politics after the debate, so we have Trump at 56%, uh, Trump or Ron DeSantis at 14.4%, Nikki Haley at 5.8%. And uh, Ramsey or Ramazamsey or whatever his name is at 5.1%. Of course, Mike Pence at 4.2%. With Tim Scott at 2.8%. Pig Christie at 27 I meant um, Fat Christie at 2.7%. And the governor of uh, North Dakota creeping up, I think, at 2% flat. Yep, with um, Aki Hutchinson. I feel so bad for him, but he was a former governor of Arkansas. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's he's wasting his time, actually, running for president. He's wasting his time. And there is a potential rumor that he could be quitting his um, quitting his like campaign race if he's not pulling more than 4% in um and by November, he could be potentially stepping aside. Now, I think that's a very vital, that's something that we should look into. That's something that should be taken a clear thing. And who's supporting, endorsing 
who's endorsing him anyway? I don't. I have not found anyone that's endorsing him. But it's interesting because pres- when you're leading by almost double digits, like fifty four percent, to me that sounds like a home run. You know, I don't know what else they're trying to lead. Why even have a debate? Why waste your time? I really liked what. Um, so we're now going to dive into the debate. I don't know if you ever. I don't know if you had the time to watch the debate. It was on Fox Business with Fox News as uh, airing it as well, and of, of course other news media streams also airing it. And I don't know what your thoughts were, but number one, I did not like the over talking. I was about to change the channel a couple times because I had no idea what they were going on. They were attacking each other. Uh, they were doing a bunch of things. And and it started off as going after President Trump. It seemed like Rhonda, not Rhonda Santos, but Mr. Piggy Christie was more worried about going after Trump all the time. That's like his crutch. And same thing with Mike Pence, who I don't trust at all. I don't trust neither of the candidates to uh, speak to them at all. And I'm going to double down on this. I would rather vote if it were come down between uh, Pence or Biden. I would rather vote for a toilet bowl before considering Pence. After what he did in 2020 and 2021, he had he could have done the right thing, but no, he did not. And his true colors showed. So of course, his career is not getting any better. His political career is not getting any better. We can all say that, and we can all agree to that. And it's rightly so. When you when you get the country so mad at you, but you appease a Democratic Party, something's off. So I think it's funny how he's trying to blame everything on President Trump, saying it was my fault, you know, it's his fault, you know, I should have done better, I did the right thing, I saved democracy. No Republican should be talking about democracy. They should be talking about the Constitutional Republic. But I really liked what uh, Vivek had to say. And quote, my goal at this point was not to take any more anyone down on stage. I'm not running against any of those people. I'm running for this country. That is a really, really good debate or a really, really good quote from Vivek. Because at the end of the day, they're all running for this country. They are. And of course, you also have um, he continued on and stating this because I don't know if you have TikTok or not, but I agree on this generation where if you want to get to the younger generation, the younger population, you have to think outside the box. While the Democratic Party is targeting the younger generation through TikTok and through Instagram Reels, what is the GOP doing? The GOP is going through newspapers and not reaching the younger generation. If you want to win by anything, you have to reach the older, you have to reach the younger generation and be more creative about it. That's why, yes, you see me on TikTok. Yes, and I'm reaching to the younger generation. Has it grown? Surprisingly, it has. I don't know how, but you know, I'm I'm blessed by it. And that means, do I get censored every other post I put every other TikTok thing I post? Absolutely, I get censored by it. And I appeal it every single time. I think it's kind of funny. Um, I wonder how many times I have to peel a day. And so far, I appeal about four times a day because some, because they don't like, they don't like the truth getting out there. But Vivek answered this when he talked about 
the TikTok. And I think it's interesting because this is infuriating because TikTok is one of the most dangerous social media. Uh, or this was Nikki Haley combating Vivek about his TikTok reels. And he's been on TikTok reels. And Nikki Haley, who I don't know why she's running either. Can we see her track record? Let's let's think about it. And why was she removed as the UN ambassador? And then she went on the bandwagon of going against President Trump. But she stated this against Vivek. This is this is infuriating because TikTok is one of the most dangerous social media apps that we could have. And you've and what you've got. I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a bit dumber for what you say. And Nikki Haley. Isn't she, what does she do? What does she use? Pamphlets and flyers? Well, here you go. Vote for me, you know. <laughs> Let's think about it. Or do you use Facebook? You know, if she's going to mention Facebook and she's going to, if she mentioned TikTok, you might as well mention every other social media platform. Facebook. Um, and X has gotten better, so you can't mention X anymore, nor your truth social. But you might as well mention Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Pinterest, and oh yeah, Google Photos or Google Page, whatever it's called. You might as well mention uh, those other big companies, Yahoo, Google, as censoring information. Every time I do look on Facebook and stuff, I get, I actually do look a little bit, I do get dumber. I'm not going to lie. Because I'm so, I can't believe how idiotic people really are. And you look up the political points and their validity, it's like they pull them out of the hat. What's up with that? And so now we look at Tim Scott, who I think is very, I think he's a great candidate. I could see him if he were to, I, it, my thing is that President Trump were to get reelected, which he will. But it's going to be an uphill battle because Gavin Newsom was also in attendance in the audience at the debate. A lot of people don't really realize that he's not been answering properly questions about whether if he's going to run as a demo or he's going to run against Joe Biden or run as the front runner for the Democratic Party. A lot of people haven't really realized that. I think he will. Here's why. I've said this multiple times. Why is a Democratic why is a Democratic Party like pedaling inching him forward to uh, going to these debates, going to the Republican debate? Why is the Democratic Party giving him such a more media spotlight? Because he's a poster boy of what a, a like a progressive man looks like. Where he's willing to cater to China, he's willing to cater to anyone, and he's willing to put California last, and he's put his citizens last, and I don't know how anyone can support him. But either way, the Democratic Party, of course, they're uneducated. They're willing to put him at the front runner. And it was interesting because Sean Hannity interviewed him. And, and we don't, um, I think it's going to be interesting because on November 30th, uh, Gavin Newsom is going to do a debate, go on a debate stage with um, with uh, Ron DeSantis, which I think is a little bit also weird. And that we could be potentially seeing if you know how the Democratic Party is and you know how corrupt the the Biden DOJ is, they've weaponized, the Democratic Party has weaponized the DOJ to use the DOJ as their own KGB and their own secret police or state police to go after a certain political candidate, Donald Trump. And I hate to say it, 
But it would be nice to have President Trump versus Joe Biden in the general election. And now there was a poll that came out saying that President Trump was 10 points ahead. If the election were held today, the points were he would win by a landslide. But that's a nice fantasy. But let's think of reality. Reality is, is that that's not how it's going to go. Reality is the Democratic Party is going to put probably Gavin Newsom and Michelle Obama or Big Mike together. Big Mike might be the running mate, and they're going to mess over uh, Kathleen Harris. And so there's going to be Ron DeSantis, and Ron DeSantis is probably going to pick somebody else. We don't know who's going to pick as vice president. But I'm guessing he's going to probably pick maybe um, maybe potentially Mike Pence. No, he won't pick Mike Pence. He'd probably pick like some business person. I don't know, I'm trying to figure out who he's trying to pick. But either way, he's going to pick a, probably a woman because he's got a, a. We now have to go with that trend, and it's going to be that woman against Big Mike and Ron DeSantis versus Gavin Newsom in the three debates for next year. While the Democrats are hell bent on taking over this country, they're going to win somehow. You know, you look at the labs, you look at the reports coming out, and you look at how. Zelensky is not wanting an election for next year, which is a little bit odd. And he's urging that America does the same. Now, thank God we have a Republican Congress because that would never happen. And what well, that's going to be for another day about the Republican Congress, because, yeah, that's for another topic for that's for tomorrow's topic. But you also look at it is that they're going to cheat. They're going to be they're going to cheat their way through. And they're going to win again, the the White House. They're going to probably win the Senate again. They're going to cheat in the main areas because Wisconsin has another senator. Uh, Tammy Baldwin is up for re-election. And it's interesting because the GOP is probably not going to bring up a very good, viable candidate. They're probably going to pull back and probably not really endorse them because the candidate is not going to uh, be as what they want it to be. And so it's going to be, I feel like the Democrats are going to gain more seats in the Senate. Retro speaking, I think that the Republicans are going to lose the House, sadly. And they're going to win again. And then you're going to have California, literally all, California will become California, United States of California. That's what it's going to become. So all the radical policies I think I talked about last night, or I think it was the day before, it's going to be rampant across America. So no one's going to have anywhere to move out of. You know, people aren't going to move to Texas. And here's why they're so hell-bent also on the border issue. And that was the key talking point as well. And it was interesting how so many people, uh, Pig Christie, many other candidates on there, took all shots at President Trump. And stating that he had something, he only built 53 miles of the wall, and no one peso supposedly was spent from Mexico. But the bigger picture is, you look at during that time, back when he was reelected, Speaker Paul Ryan didn't do anything for President Trump. Neither did Mitch McConnell or Moscow Mitch. The Republican Party didn't do a single thing when President Trump was president. Instead, they went and counteracted everything, and they slow-stepped 
everything they could. That's what happened. That's why President Trump wasn't allowed to do things. And when the Republican Party, the Republican Party held by a small majority when in 2016 to 2018. And it was interesting because while they were held by a small majority, Nancy Pelosi did everything and anything to counteract it. So the only way President Trump could do anything was passing through executive orders. And anyway, the executive orders are spent them that was spent half of the time in court because some district judge or Supreme Court judge in California or even in New York were too busy in, uh, going after his executive order, saying it's unconstitutional. See, none of that makes sense. So that's why President Trump wasn't able to get done with the 50, that's why he didn't build the 50, build the 300 mile wall because he didn't he wasn't able to because of the Rhino Party exposed themselves for what they really were because they're dependent on the drug cartels. And so now it's interesting how you know they all went and took shots at President Trump for not doing the border wall. I support President Trump, and I you probably probably understand that I I'm a big supporter of him. And I will not lose my support. But the way that he's getting treated is unlawful. I can definitely tell you, no one has, no one from the Republican Party would be able to tolerate being treated like that. The justice system in America is backwards. But it's also interesting how you look at this. There, there, many of them also agreed on supporting Ukraine. Nikki Haley did. Of course, whatever his name, Chris Christie did, Mike Pence did. And there's something that Nikki Haley tweeted, or she, not tweeted, but she stated this. And here's the thing I actually went back and I said, are you serious? Why on earth would you support, um, why would you support Ukraine? You know, that none of it makes sense. And so what happened is, is that because Nikki Haley was, um, Nikki Haley was just out, like way out of, she wasn't using her brain. And so what happened is that Nikki Haley said that had presented themselves, um, she stated this in the speech. Nikki Haley had presented themselves and adherent defenders of Ukraine. So she's been defending Ukraine for since day one. So she said that she's willing to defend Ukraine. All the Republican candidates are willing to defend Ukraine. And so it's interesting, one candidate, though, that did not uh, support was Ron DeSantis, because he stated that we should focus on issues at home, and Vivek did the same thing. And so Vivek and Ron DeSantis were the only two, I think, that did the right thing, which was saying, no, we had to stop funding. Because if you look at it, we have spent over $223 billion on Ukraine on a war that we should have never been involved. And all the candidates besides two of them still wanted to continue funding. And even President Trump wants to stop funding Ukraine. And I agree 100%. So you wonder who's getting the money. Those Anyone that says they want to support Ukraine, run the other direction. Anyone that wants to support Ukraine and any other presidential candidate and doesn't look at the border issue, run the other direction or don't even consider voting for them in the primaries because they're not looking out for your best interest. 
They would rather look out for other countries' interests before looking at ours and closing our borders. That should be very alarming for you, for even as young voters. And so as we, you know, as we continue and as we kind of wrap up, the debate overall was kind of outlandish. A lot of going bickering back and forth. A lot of name, a lot of name calling. And so the winner, you're probably gonna wonder who the winner was. The winner of the of the winner of the second debate was President Donald Trump, because he went and spoke to the union workers that were on strike. He was out again with the people. And where were the rest of the candidates? They were up with the elites, up with the and snubbing with everybody else, trying to get their trying to get money. I'd rather be let's 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 skip the debates and let's worry about the people first. Have you seen any of the candidates out with the union workers? No. It's very disgusting. I could see Vivek going to the union workers and Ron DeSantis. I could see him doing that. But the other candidates, no. I think a lot of them are wasting their time. I don't know. There's three things that come in mind. The governor of North Dakota, he's done a great job for the governor. He's done a great job for gov as governor of North Dakota. He should stay there, number one. Number two, um, uh, Chris Christie, he should go back to D.C. where he belongs and switch to the Democratic Party because that's where he probably aligns with, number two. Mike Pence, he should just probably go into a retirement home and just stop camp, just stop, you know, running for anything because you're not going to get support. You're not, you're, the only support you're going to get is from those wacky liberals and uh, your Mitt Romneys and your Moscow Mitches that are going to support you for anything, but that's not enough to win office, number two. Number three, Nikki Haley should just also step down as well. So I could see it'd be nice if President Trump and Ron DeSantis and Vivek, those three, did a, a debate, all three of them. That'd be a debate worth watching. But will that happen? Probably not, because the GOP doesn't like President Trump. The Rhino GOP doesn't like it, and we're seeing the true colors. And that's why it's important to really vote when you when you consider the GOP field. Don't vote on party lines. Vote on what they have done in your uh, in your state, because multiple of them are governors. Realistically, has Chris Christie helped the governor of had say helped New Jersey? No, because if he did help, uh, he'd still be governor of New Jersey, or there'd be another Republican governor. Okay. Has Nikki Haley helped South Carolina? No, look at the education system. Governor uh, Ron DeSantis, has he helped anyone? Probably, mm, that's hesitant. Some of them, he's spending too much time traveling. So I don't think he's uh, starting to slip. And also, um, I think, the, yeah, so the only, oh yeah, uh, Tim Scott, he's done great. I don't think he's... He should back President Trump more than I think he should step down and back President Trump or start a coalition with President Trump. He'd be great for that. So with this in mind, guys, I hope you enjoyed this, my version of the debate. And I'm sorry it's all bouncing all over, but I want to give you my take on it. So with this in mind, guys, I hope you have an awesome day. And remember to keep it saucy. Bye.
You just heard an episode of The Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time, and keep it saucy. Thank you.